Welcome to the Curious Cowgirl podcast, where we are talking about all things travel and maybe some other stuff that I find interesting. Let's jump into today's episode. everybody is doing well today. All right, so we're talking about eating out in Dallas. And this is one of my favorite topics because Will and I are really big fans of eating out. And we actually um, have been eating out in Dallas since the end of May when Governor Abbott you know, sort of gave our state the green light to kind of come out of our houses and start you know, enjoying restaurants and all that, Will and I were like, okay, let's do it. So we've been eating out a lot since the end of May. Um, And one of the things that I think is interesting about Dallas is we really are well known for restaurants. Dallas is a really big eating out town and the, the Metroplex is a really big place also. So there's tons of restaurants that you know, Will and I discover all the time, and um, and I love that. So I'm always looking for great resources and, you know, good recommendations. And so one of my favorite sources is, is fun and personal for me. So today on the podcast, I am bringing on Carly Osheim, who runs the very successful Instagram account, Carly's Comida. And I have known Carly for a really long time. Uh, Her mother and I are really good friends, and Carly and my son are the same age. They went all the way through elementary school together, graduated from high school together. And so it's really fun for me to have Carly on my podcast because she really has um, grown this Instagram account to something that is very, very impressive, and she has really become a go-to resource for the restaurant industry in Dallas when they want some really good PR about, you know, their food or their special drinks or whatever they have going on. Carly has really become, you know, kind of the it girl as far as sharing great restaurant information. So you all will really enjoy this interview, I think, and I'm excited to have her on the show. So let's bring her on. Hey, Carly. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I have been so excited for today. Um, I love that I get to interview you. I shared with my listeners already how we know each other. So I would love for you to share with them kind of your journey to Carly's Comedic. Kind of how, how did all that happen? So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yes. So I grew up in Dallas for a majority of my life and I ended up going to college at the University of Oklahoma and moving back to Dallas after to work in the social media field. And I had actually started Carly's Comida the summer after my senior year of high school. And it started from, it was originally a 100 Days of Happy Instagram account which everyone at my high school was doing that at the time. And just you post 
a picture every day for a hundred days, like of things that make you happy, I guess. And I was doing that that and realized that on my account, it was literally food pictures every single day. And so at one point I was like, okay, I just need to turn this into a food account. I love going out to eat. I love trying new places, trying new foods. And so I turned it into Carly's Comida, um, not even thinking much about it, just as like a place for my friends to see my food pictures. And here we are five years later and it's turned into something so much bigger. Oh my gosh. I listen, I, I love um, following you on Instagram and it, you make my mouth water every day. And also during periods where I'm like really watching what I eat, it's very hard to watch your Instagram because everything you post, I'm like, oh my God, that looks so good. So, okay. So I kind of, I want to start off by talking a little bit about, you know, I think the thing that we have to deal with now, you know, at the beginning of everything, and that is kind of COVID and you know, we all know that all the restaurants had to shut down for, you know, a period of time. And then I guess it was right around Memorial Day in May, the governor of the state of Texas allowed restaurants to reopen Mm -hmm. partially or whatever. Um, So to to share with us a little bit about kind of your observations about how the coronavirus has impacted, you know, restaurants. I mean, you're, you're dealing with restaurants all the time. So kind of what are you seeing? Yeah. So at the start of Corona, obviously everyone was kind of all over the place, not really sure what to do. And all the restaurants had to shut down and were only open for pickup and delivery, which was brand new to everyone. So that was pretty crazy to like navigate. But um, as you said, like things are starting to reopen again. And um, fast forward to now, I feel like most restaurants that have been lucky enough to stay open during all of this and reopen have done such a great job of navigating everything, um, whether they've done delivery and takeout still or social distancing inside and outside their restaurants, doing meal kits, cocktail kits to go. Um, I just think it's been a crazy time, but all the restaurants I've noticed have done a great job of navigating things and making sure people feel safe to dine in or take out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad you said, um, you know, if, if they survived, if they're still open, cause I know, you know, my, my husband and I w- thought, I know a lot of people felt this way, like all the restaurants that we all love and, you know, um, would eat at, you know, on a regular basis, we really intentionally worked hard to patronize them when it was only pickup or delivery. Cause we were so afraid that they would go out of business. And we were worried about the, the owners and the wait staff and the people that we see there all the time. Yeah. Restaurants are a huge part of the economy. Um, a lot of people are employed in the restaurant industry. So, um, but I'm with you. I think they were smart. They, you know, they figured out how to make it work and how to pivot. And our, I mean, let me ask you this, because I know you're going out a lot more than that I do for sure. But I mean, are you seeing, um, you know, restaurants being very good still so we're recording this in September early September of 2020 are are people still really spreading people apart in the restaurants is everybody still wearing masks I mean are you really seeing that a lot yes I haven't had a problem with that whatsoever every single place I've been to all the waiters and staff are wearing masks they make you wear a mask till you go to the table Um, they sanitize all the tables and everything right after guests leave and they do a great job of spacing people out. So you're not 
um, on top of one another, which has been really great. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, part of, part of the deal is like you said, you want, the restaurants want, um, you know, their patrons to feel safe. And so most of them are doing a really good job of all those things. So good. I'm glad you're seeing that too, because I'm seeing it definitely. Um, okay. So enough about the dang virus, right? Let's move on from that. So, so just very big picture, Carly, kind of what is, what is the objective of Carly's Comita? What are you trying to do with your very successful Instagram account? Um, well, my main goal is just to connect people with the different restaurants around Dallas. Um, I mean, it's always been a passion of mine to explore different places and try new things. I've always had a knack for that. And I feel like I was always a person that my friends would come to to ask for restaurant um, ideas and stuff like that. And so I just turned it into an Instagram for um, the people of Dallas or anywhere else to use it as a guide to know like where to eat around Dallas. Yeah, I think that's great. I love, you're, you're an adventurous soul, you know? <laughs> so, and that's, that definitely um, shows up in your, in your Instagram that you're always trying all kinds of things, um, different foods and stuff. So kind of speaking of that, um, one of the things I notice, and I don't, I, I guess you notice it too, but there's some kind of interesting trends, you know, happening in the restaurant industry besides takeout and, you know, curbside pickup and all that we can take alcohol to go in the state of texas now <laughs> tell me about that a little bit that's like a, a new development since you know since may i know that has been so crazy but also such a blessing i feel like um and i feel like every single restaurant's doing it now so that's just definitely help them with their um sales as well as people are hardcore taking advantage of that yeah i mean bring a bottle of wine home or, you know, a, a co you know, signature cocktail or whatever, you can still kind of have that same experience yeah. in your own home, right? Like you do in the restaurant because you can bring it with you, which I think is so smart. And I, and I, I guess, and I have not brought alcohol home, so I really don't know the answer to this, but like, if you go to a restaurant, Carly, and you like order something to go and they have, you know, whatever, let's say you get a margarita to go, do they tape the lid shut like they do in Louisiana or whatever? Is that kind of how they deliver it to you? Yes, they tape it shut. Yeah, it's probably like a TABC thing that they have to do that. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Well, let's hope that that trend continues because that's, you know, that's kind of awesome. I know, I love that. Okay, so I, my, I don't, I'm, I'm going to ask you, not related to your business necessarily, but like, what is your very favorite food? You know, like if you're, if you're going to choose a restaurant, is it Mexican? Is it Asian? Like what's your favorite? My favorite's Italian. Mm. Pasta and pizza are like my all time favorites. Right. What's not to like about pasta, pasta and pizza? I know I could eat them every day, honestly. Have you made, like, do you make, have you ever made your own pasta? Um, I have, but Something that I started doing during quarantine was starting to make my own pasta sauces, and that became really fun. Oh my gosh. Like what? Like what were you making? Um, vodka sauce, pesto, um, Alfredo. I was kind of experimenting with a bunch of different ones and making them at home versus buying a jar at the grocery store, and it was so much fun. Nice. I'm fully coming to your house. That's, <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, that sounds really good. So, okay, so I'm with you on Italian. Love it. That would be my choice, too, every time. And then, of course, Mexican food would be, you know, 
right up there next to Italian. Yeah, so <laughs> what is, I mean, right, we're, we're from Dallas. How could it not be that? What is like the most unusual food that you've been asked to experience through Carly's Comida? Yeah, so I actually got to try out a place last week. It's called Frank Soul, and it's in Frisco. And it's a Korean-style hot dog place. And um, when you see them, they look just like corn dogs, but they're so cool because some of them are filled with, like, mozzarella cheese, or some of them have fried potatoes on the outside. And they're so crazy-looking, but they were so good. Wow. Okay, so it's like the cornbread like a corny dog, like we're used to, like State Fair of Texas corny dog, but like with fillings inside. Yes. Yum. And then they also put some type of sugar on the outside as well, which I was kind of like unsure about because it's like a savory food. Right. Um, But the sugar tasted so good. Like it was kind of like a corn dog and a funnel cake together. Yum. It was really good. Wow. Oh my gosh. So Frank's like S-O-U-L, Frank's soul like that? It's F-R-A-N-K-S-E-O-U-L. S-E-O-U-L. Okay. Like Seoul, Korea. Okay. Got it. And they just open. So definitely recommend checking them out. So you, so Frisco, I mean, for people who are listening to the podcast, Dallas is a really big place. Like the Metroplex is really, really big. And, you know, so Dallas is, you know, I would call it like the I don't know, like the spoke in in the um, center of a wheel. And then there's, you know, all of these, um, I don't know, other cities that are part of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So Frisco is its own city, but it's what, Carly, like 20 minutes from Dallas, basically? Yeah, 30-ish. So are are you really visiting restaurants all over the Metroplex? Yes. I wow. go to, yeah, I get asked to go to Plano quite a bit, Addison, um, Las Colinas, um, because they are like only 20 to 30 minutes away. So I like to venture out and try places that are outside of Dallas as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, I think we're all used to driving in Texas or in Dallas. You know, you can't walk or ride your bike anywhere around here. So, you know, a 20 minute car ride, 25 minute car ride to go somewhere is like a normal day. So, um, you getting out and about makes total, makes total sense. What, where's the farthest away place you've driven to go try a restaurant? Um, I know that was, we didn't, I didn't prep you for that question. I just kind of threw that one at you. (laughs) I can't even, honestly. Like, have you been up to McKinney or Prosper or? Yes, I've been to McKinney. Yeah, that's a good, that's kind of a good haul up there. Yeah, but I try to keep it 30 minutes max away. Yeah, um, yeah, well, yeah, because your audience is, you know, whatever, people that live here that are wanting to see what you're trying in too far away, that's like a road trip, you know, whatever. So, okay, so let me, let me ask you this, and let me, let me preface this question by saying that I really hate the word influencer. So do I. <laughs> right? I know because it has a really negative connotation because I think that a lot of people have taken advantage of calling themselves an influencer. Yes. Um, sure. Right. And I see that as a travel blogger, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that, that a lot of people perceive people who say they are an influencer as someone who's just trying to get stuff for free. Yeah. Right? Yes. Because there's some people who tried to do that, but 
but in the pure sense of the word influencer, I mean, how would you explain what a, and I would call you a restaurant influencer. What, what is a restaurant influencer? You know, what do you do and what is the benefit of a restaurant seeking you out to highlight their food? Yeah. So, um, just based off of the number of followers I have, I guess I get a pretty good reach. And so I feel like it's very beneficial to restaurants because reaching out to, I guess, restaurant influencers is kind of like free form of advertisement for them because we'll just go there, get a meal and post about it, um, and reach a bunch of people in the area who can then go to that restaurant, um, and get more paying customers to that restaurant. Yeah. I I think, um, having, you know, trust in the person that you're following. So your followers trust you, right? And so when you go someplace and you show your plate or your cocktail or whatever, they're getting the real time review or endorsement of somebody that they trust, right? Yes. And so you have the power to influence them because they trust you to go to that restaurant. For I think, sure. yes. right? It's kind of a fair yeah. way to describe it. So, so let me ask you this. I mean, have you had any experiences where you went somewhere and you were like, mm, this is not very good? I honestly haven't. I, yeah, honestly, everywhere I've tried has been amazing. And I might have gone to places that I wasn't invited to that I didn't like as much, but then I just don't post about it. But yeah, I feel yeah. like I haven't had a bad experience. Um, so yeah, everything's been great. And yeah, I only post if I do like it, but overall, everywhere I've tried, Dallas is full of so many amazing restaurants. So I really haven't had a bad one yet. Right. I used to hear that, you know, like per capita, Dallas has more restaurants than like, you know, Manhattan or whatever, you know, this is a town I, I'm okay. So don't maybe Google that after (laughs) we get done with this podcast, because I, I've just, you know, over the years, I've heard people say that, that they're, that the restaurant people in Dallas eat out a lot and Mm -hmm. there, there's a ton of restaurants in the Metroplex. And then, and you just said that too, you know, like there's a lot, a lot of places to eat. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you are allowing people to, with their eyes preview what they're going to eat if they go to this restaurant. I mean, that's a huge benefit, um, for restaurants to get, um, you know, like the, you know, the normal person, which you are trying their food and saying, yep, thumbs up. This is really good. Yeah, for sure. Cause I'm also a very visual person. And so I know for myself, like I usually look on Yelp or look for pictures before I even go to the restaurant. So, um, I'm glad that I can do the same for other people. Yeah. That's, I'm glad you said that. Cause I was just sitting here thinking I use, um, open table a lot. Yes, yeah. Same. Right. And especially now, because a lot of restaurants that didn't require rest reservations do now. Yes. Yeah, right. So make sure they're at capacity. Exactly. So, and I, and I, um, a lot of times access the pictures on open table mm-hmm. to see what it looks like, what the, you know, not just the physical space, but if anybody's taking pictures of the food. So, I mean, you're exactly right. The power of an image is, is very large for sure. Let me ask you something else. So the benefit of a restaurant 
in contacting you is that you're bringing your Instagram audience to them through Carly's Comita. Am I describing that correctly? Yes. Okay. So then in terms of people like me following you, you know, there's a million and one Instagram accounts out there. So, you know, kind of what is the advantage of just regular Joe Schmo following your Instagram account? Um, well, kind of how I mentioned earlier, it's just a guide for people who live in Dallas or in the Dallas area to get ideas of where to eat. And as we were just saying, like shows a visual image, so they can see like the place they're going to, what the food looks like. And in my captions, I typically write out some little details about the experience, about the food and everything. So I would say my Instagram is just like a visual guide of where to eat. Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm glad you said that about your, about your captions. Your captions are great and they give a lot yeah. of really good information. Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, I don't, I don't know whoever is listening to this podcast, not only in your, your Instagram feed, but I watch all your stories as well. Um, and so there's kind of two different opportunities to experience the restaurants you're reviewing, both in your feed and, you know, in your stories. Yeah. Cause I typically try to post the food pictures on my feed, but then use my stories to show overall like the restaurant or the food that I'm, um, that I'm not posting and just give the full experience using both of those. So I've also noticed Carly that you do giveaways from time to time. Like yes. tell me, tell me about that. Uh, well, usually restaurants or places just reach out to me and, um, typically they're places that I, have a relationship with and have been to and enjoy their food or their products. And, um, usually with places that if I get a lot of response when I post it the first time and I'm like, okay, I know my followers are interested in this and they would want to try it out for themselves. Um, so giveaways have been really fun, especially during Corona. I noticed like so many people were and more people were entering them, um, and having fun with that. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I entered a bunch of your giveaways, you know, oh, it was really? like, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, um, they were, at, I, I can't remember, but you know, like a free, like a free drink with your meal or a free meal or whatever it was. Heck yeah. Who doesn't want to win something for free? I know that's what I'm thinking. So I try to do those pretty regularly because it shouts out the restaurant or the business gets people following them to enter. And then someone comes away with a free prize. So I feel like everyone enjoys those. Yeah. It's a win-win, I think. Yeah. And, I, and I definitely, um, you know, if a restaurant's good, why, why ever I'm, you know, for whatever reason I'm there, whether it's because I was, I got a gift certificate or I won something or, or you know, whatever, if it's good, I'm going to go back. Right. For sure. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I think there's, that's a fun, that's a, I think that's great that restaurants do that. And I, and I imagine they must see diners return or they wouldn't keep doing that. So, but I love that you do that. That's an, there's another good reason for following Carly's Comita on Instagram is you do some great giveaways. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Which is, which is really fun. So, okay. So Carly, let me ask you this. If, if someone, if a restaurant owner um, or, or bars, are you going to bars also? I have not been to bars yet. Okay. I guess are bars still closed right now? Some of them are starting to reopen, I think slowly but surely, but I have, yeah, I haven't been to bars yet. And I know some of them reopened a couple months ago and then got shut down yeah. and I haven't ventured out to them yet. 
Well, if you're a bar and you're opening and you want to get people there or you're a restaurant owner, Carly, tell, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So you can email me at carlyscomita at gmail.com or you can just DM me on my Instagram, which is carly's underscore comita. Okay. And I'll link to both of those things in the show notes of this podcast. Um, but I really, y'all, you need to follow Carly immediately. I mean, like I said, if, if the drool factor is unbelievable, her images are great. <laughs> and, and I have discovered a lot of fun places to eat in Dallas because of you. And, you know, I mean, full disclosure here, you know, Carly is, you know, you could be my daughter. You're the same age as my son. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't find that your restaurant reviews skew toward a certain age demographic. Um, you're not reviewing places that it's just, you know, something that 20 somethings would like. I, I see all kinds of restaurants that are very appealing to me at 52. So you're doing a good job addressing oh, thank you. all the, all the people, all the ages. So y'all need to definitely follow Carlos Comita on Instagram. And again, I will link to all of the ways that you can find her in the show notes of my podcast. So Carly, good job friend on keeping the good food in front of us. Thank you. And I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast episode. I really enjoyed my conversation with Carly. I know that my stomach is now rumbling. <laughs> Yours probably is too. So give Carly's Comita a follow on Instagram. And if you discover some great restaurants, please drop me a comment in uh, whatever, you know, if you're, however you're listening to this podcast episode, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, I'd love to know if you discovered some great restaurant, thanks to Carly. Um, and happy eating, you all. I'll look forward to talking to you all again soon. Bye.